Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Welcome to episode 68. I'm Zoe. Hope your week is going well. It's Wednesday evening when I'm recording this. I am definitely feeling like it is hump day today, and I'm kind of tired right now. This is actually my third time starting to record the podcast, which normally I kind of do it in one take, and I keep kind of um, just completely losing my train of thought. So Maybe this was not meant to be, but I'm going to try it one more time. Third time's the charm. We'll see what comes out. And if it doesn't work out, then I will try it again another time when I feel like doing it. So today I want to talk with you about the cycle of people pleasing. And I find this topic so fascinating because it is a topic, people pleasing is a topic that pretty much universally has come up in uh, with almost everyone that I've coached over the past several years as something that people are aware that they're doing. I mean, people will say things like, oh, I'm, I'm such a people pleaser, um, or oh, I was, I was people pleasing again, and so I didn't, you know, I didn't take time for myself, or I didn't set boundaries, I didn't do what I wanted. Like it comes up frequently, and people seem to be pretty self aware when they're doing it. Um, but they're not really sure where to go from there. Like, even though they're aware that it's causing them some problems, they're, they continue to do it, right? They know, they know they have a problem with it, but they just keep doing it. And so I wanted to record this episode to talk about, um, how we get into that cycle and how to ultimately break the cycle. And to start with talking about that, I want to first just clarify what I mean when I talk about people pleasing. And it really has to do with how you are feeling about a situation and less about the, you know, particular facts and circumstances of the situation, more about how you are feeling about it. And so I'm actually going to start by giving an example of uh, what is not people pleasing, and then I'll talk about people pleasing. So there are a lot of things that we do to help other people or to make other people feel good that are not people-pleasing. And the reason they're not people-pleasing is because we genuinely want to do it. We want to help that other person in that way and in that moment. And so if someone comes and asks you for a favor and you're like, oh, sure, you know, no problem, I want to help you out, and you're feeling in that moment like a genuine desire to help them and it doesn't feel like it is at the expense of you and what you want. Um, Even if it's a, even if they're asking for something like maybe they're asking you to, you know, step in and lead a meeting for them um, and you're not excited about having another meeting on your calendar, you're not very excited about doing that meeting, but your overall desire is to help them out and um, it's not a big deal, then that's great. And that I do not consider to be people-pleasing. Even things that might require bigger sacrifices, so to speak, from you, but your overall desire is to do that thing and to make that sacrifice and help that person, I do not consider any of that people-pleasing because you want to do it. What I do consider to be people-pleasing and where I really see the distinction is when you start doing things that you don't want to do, that you genuinely do not want to do, but you're doing them anyway because you are afraid 
that if you don't do them, people will have some negative perception of you or people will be um, inconvenienced in some way that it will have some negative impact if you don't do it. So you don't want to do it. And a lot of times these are things where, you know, you kind of know at, you know, in your, in your innermost heart, you kind of know that probably like you don't really need to do, be the person to do this thing. Maybe you don't need to do it at all. Maybe someone else could do it. Um, or maybe it's really, um, competing with something else that's more important to you. Um, so you kind of, you feel like it's not a priority for you. You genuinely don't want to do this thing, but then you're like, oh, but you know, what will people think? Or like, maybe I would feel guilty if I didn't do it. So maybe I'll just do it. And so then we do these things that we don't want to do, um, because of how we perceive other people's emotions to be impacted by that. So that's in a nutshell how I view people pleasing versus just like helping people out of a genuine desire to help people. And again, people pleasing is the only thing that we really need to fix, so to speak. I think helping people out of a genuine desire to help them is fantastic. I mean, keep doing that all day long, right? To the extent that you want to. What we're focused on is the times where you are steamrolling over what you actually want and over your boundaries and um, your priorities um, because you're worried about other people's perception or the impact on other people. And so what what gets us stuck in this cycle? Because again, a lot of times we it's almost like we're watching the movie as it's happening. We're watching ourselves make these commitments or take these actions. And we, it's just kind of like a facepalm moment of there I go again. There I go again, not paying attention to my boundaries, not paying attention to my own needs and wants, but we feel stuck in that cycle. And there's actually a very good reason that we get stuck in that cycle. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing that you're doing wrong. It makes total sense when you think about it and how I'm about to explain it, that we do get stuck here and it is something that we can change. So the reason that we get stuck in the people-pleasing cycle is twofold. One is because the act of people pleasing and doing things that we perceive will make other people pleased with us um, creates uh, validation and feedback for us and approval that is its own source of positive emotion for us. So it's like a reward to us. Yeah, we have to do this thing we don't want to do, but then we feel this reward of like, getting other people's approval or making other people happy. And that becomes like a source of enjoyment and happiness for us. But the reason that it turns into this vicious cycle is because the more we're using people-pleasing as a source for happiness and enjoyment, the less time we have and the less opportunity and choices we have to make, um, to do what we actually want to do for ourselves, which is actually where we're going to get true enjoyment and happiness and satisfaction from, is from doing what we genuinely want to do. And so we become more and more dependent on validation and approval and other people's opinions as our source of happiness and enjoyment because 
we're at the we're at the same time like eliminating opportunities for us to actually do what we want to do and get enjoyment and happiness from that. So I often think of people pleasing as like substitute enjoyment. It's like this substitute for true enjoyment um, that we use. We still get kind of that hit of validation and happiness from it, but it's not as good as what we get from just doing something that we actually want to do. So we get caught in this cycle of like chasing after happiness and trying to find um, true happiness and a lot of happiness and enjoyment from making other people happy and just doing things to try to control other people's emotions. But that's not ever going to compare to just doing what we want to do in the first place. It's never going to be, it's never going to be a true substitute for that level of satisfaction and for investing in time for ourselves and our own needs and wants. And so we end up on this hamster wheel of always like trying to chase the next piece of validation and approval and it never feeling like it quite is enough. It never quite scratches that itch that we have. So that's one part of the cycle. The other part of the cycle is the fear and anxiety we feel around the idea of not doing what we think other people want us to do. We feel a lot of worry and fear and anxiety and even can kind of catastrophize the idea of not doing what other people want us to do or what we think other people want us to do. When in reality, a lot of times, again, other people don't even really care. We think they really care, but they don't really care. They're not paying that much attention to us. Or there's other alternative solutions that would allow us to do what we want and still get other people what they need. Like there's there's so many different um, ways to have this come to a good ending that we don't even explore because we're just so worried about someone having a bad reaction that we just stay kind of um, siloed into being in people-pleasing mode. And what happens when we keep ourselves siloed into that mode is that we never get any evidence to prove us wrong because we never, we never do things the other way to see that, oh, actually there is another way. Actually, it, it's, it works out pretty well for me to do what I want and we can still figure out how to like work out the bigger picture and have it be okay. And oh, actually, when I break the cycle of people pleasing and I spend more focus and prioritizing what I want to do, that really fills me up and fuels me and I actually contribute more to everyone else and show up better for everyone else in the long run when I do when I do that. But if we never overcome that fear, we never get to see that result and we never get to break the cycle because we we don't build evidence to the contrary um, and to really see that there's another way. So the way to break the people-pleasing cycle is to do things that you enjoy, do what you want to do instead of doing what you think other people want you to do, and also to... Um, question that fear and anxiety that you're having um, and just question, okay, maybe maybe there's another option here that would be better for me and would still be fine for everyone else. And sometimes the only way to find that out is to actually 
go up against the fear and actually try something else and see what happens and build some evidence from that. And this sounds pretty straightforward, hopefully, as I explain it, but it can feel um, it can feel pretty tricky. And there actually ends up being a lot of gray area where you're like, well, I kind of want to do this, but I kind of don't. And is this people pleasing or not? And should I should I be breaking the cycle here or not? And I love to just make it really simple. And I love to just encourage you to look for the low hanging fruit. Look for easy wins where you can identify something that you genuinely want to do and do that for yourself. The more you're doing that, even if it's outside of the context of situations where you're people pleasing, the more you can find genuine enjoyment and satisfaction for yourself and make choices based on what you want, the more your tank will get filled from that source of true happiness and true enjoyment instead of this substitution enjoyment of approval and validation um, and trying to control other people's opinions of you. And the more you can fill up your tank with that genuine enjoyment, the less dependent you will be on validation and approval as a source of happiness. And at the same time, the more you can find opportunities where you do feel comfortable to do what you want in a situation, or maybe you're feeling a little bit anxious, but you can kind of like spend a little bit of time exploring that and getting curious about it and finding an alternative to just like experiment with and try out and try doing something a little bit differently. The more you can do that, the more you can see that it's not a catastrophe when you do what you want. The The sky does not fall down. There's always ways to work things out so that you know you can still feel like you're a good citizen and good human being in terms of um, you know showing up for other people at in the way that you want to show up for them so the more that you can start to notice and question and get curious about that anxiety and just be willing to you know experiment in ways that feel comfortable and safe to you um, the more you will start to build evidence to the contrary of people-pleasing, showing you that, hey, people-pleasing actually doesn't work that well at the end of the day, and there's these other ways of doing things that work better. And I have to say, too, as we're wrapping up this episode, people-pleasing does not work. Like, it may make you feel more safe and secure, may make you feel more in control, it may give you a, a hit of validation and approval. But when we zoom out and look at the big picture, we'll also make you feel resentful and depleted of energy and burnt out and unfulfilled. And all of those things mean that you are not actually showing up as well as you could for the rest of the people in your life. When you are depleting your own emotional stores in that way and not fueling yourself emotionally by doing what you genuinely want to do, when you have the opportunity to do that, you're starving yourself of the fuel that will let you contribute the most to the rest of the world and let you show up the best for all of the people around you. And I am just, I am never stop being... Um, pleasantly amazed 
by the fact that when I just cut myself some slack and let myself do what I want, that other solutions emerge and that I'm actually more responsible. Like maybe I, um, maybe I take some extra time for myself one day, but then I notice later in the evening that I'm way more present for my kids and we have this spontaneous, like really fun quality time together. And so just remember that things don't always work in linear ways and there can be hidden costs to what feels like you trying to help people. Um, There can be hidden costs to do that when you're doing it from a motivation of like not really wanting to do it and just really trying to get other people's approval and validation and trying to control their emotions. So I will get off my people-pleasing soapbox now because I think um, that's a pretty good introduction to kind of how I view things around people-pleasing right now. Hopefully you have some helpful practical tips in there that you can apply as well. And I also, third time is the charm, I made it through the whole podcast episode without (laughs) having a complete brain freeze. So it was really fun connecting on this. Like I said, this is a topic that just fascinates me. And if you would like coaching on any of this, on breaking your people-pleasing habit, on giving yourself permission to do what you actually want, maybe just on figuring out what you actually want to do, you can feel free to learn more about coaching with me at my website, lifesimplybetter.com. And I hope you have a wonderful day and we will talk again soon.